Hello. Welcome to the African American History Podcast, where we discuss and analyze the most important events in African American history and how they've affected the world today. I'm Grant Coleman, along with Zora Finian and Kayla Carruthers. We're based in St. Louis and it's currently April 2021. Today's topic is on the rise of white supremacist groups during Reconstruction. To begin, white supremacy, uh, white supremacy reinforced the fact that Black Americans were seen as second-class citizens in the eyes of many white Americans. When progressive amendments such as the 14th Amendment, which states equal protection under the law and defined citizenship, were passed, more, Americans, uh, more African Americans started to hold positions of power, and this made many Southern white um, very angry. Southern whites wanted to keep their states and local government all white and wanted all black elected officials gone so they could restore what they had lost during the Civil War. And because of this, anytime elections were held, we see mobs of white violence, either on a small scale or a large scale. The white supremacists wanted to strike fear in blacks so that they would stop voting. During the Reconstruction era, we can see whites form social and political groups to promote whites and oppress blacks. Um, in 1866, uh, General Nathan Bedford Forrest uh, founded the Ku Klux Klan in Tennessee as a social club. The name was supposedly derived from a Greek word, kaiklos, meaning circle. The Klan was not maintained by a centralized national organization, but instead was operated as a network of local terrorist groups. The Klan uh, referred to themselves as the Invisible Empire of the South, spearheading on an underground movement against republicanism and reconstruction in hopes of maintaining white supremacy in the post-war South. The Klan um, committed acts of violence primarily undercover in the, uh, and they would wear um, the disguise of a long flowing white robe and hood um, that was capped by horns. They sometimes claimed to be the ghosts of the Confederate soldiers who died during the Civil War. The Reconstruction era was hoped to be a time to help Black Americans build up from the disadvantages they previously faced and gain wealth and an education. But with groups like the KKK and Jim Crow laws, the growth of African Americans was stunted. History.com says, quote, the Ku Klux Klan dedicated itself to an, an underground campaign of violence against Republican leaders and voters, both Black and white, in an effort to reverse the policies of radical Reconstruction and restore white supremacy in the South. They were joined in the struggle by similar organizations such as the Knights of the White Camellia and the White Brotherhood, end quote. This just shows how adamant the KKK was about keeping Black people down. Time says that, quote, this painfully long period following Reconstruction saw the explosion of white supremacist ideology across an array of media and through an extraordinary variety of all forms, all designed to warp the mind toward white supremacist beliefs. Minstrelsy and racist visual imagery were weapons in the battle over the status of African-Americans in post-slavery America, end quote. The media also perpetuated these very exaggerated perceptions of black people even after reconstruction. Britannica says in their article that the KKK disbanded in 1869 because they felt they had accomplished their goal of, quote, the restoration of white supremacy throughout the South. This shows how much damage was actually done to the Black community since they believed that their goal had been reached. Overall, the objective of helping Blacks was lost in all the violence and terror that occurred during the Reconstruction era. The Ku Klux Klan wasn't the only white supremacist group to rise during this era. Other smaller, but just as volatile and violent groups existed, like the White League and the South Carolina Red Shirts. 
The White League was a paramilitary organization aligned with the Democratic Party. In 1874 and 1875, they were responsible for widespread violence against Republicans in Louisiana and Mississippi. The idea for the White League was a call to form a political movement grounded in the foundations of white supremacy. The platform was formed based on the following message, to unite with us in an earnest effort to reestablish a white man's government in the city and the state. Originally, they were supposed to restore white supremacy through political means. Quickly, they militarized, reflecting militarization of politics and the role that violence and intimidation played in political outcomes. An event called the Cushada Massacre saw four black Republicans murdered over several days. The Red Shirts were armed groups of white men acting on behalf of the Democratic Party as terrorists and intimidators in South Carolina during the election of 1876. Their names come from their uniforms, and their goal is to reestablish white supremacy in South Carolina. After the KKK was broken up by federal forces in 1871, the Red Shirts organize, organized. They were local parliamentary forces with approximately 15,000 men. Their uniforms were a mockery of the Republican practice of waving the bloody shirt. They intimidated and attacked Republicans during the 1876 election. One of the worst and most notable instances of this was the Ellington riot, in which Red Shirts killed 30 black militiamen and a state senator in cold blood. They also stuffed ballot boxes and committed several forms of voting fraud to try and ensure Way Hampton's election. A quote from a red shirt reads, every Democrat must feel honor bound to control the vote of at least one Negro by intimidation, purchase, or keeping him away. And later said, in speeches to Negroes, you must remember that can only be influenced by their fears, superstitions, and cupidity. Treat them as to show you that you're a superior race and that their natural position is that of subordination to the white man. Just like the other white supremacist groups during this era, the goal was to restore, maintain, or create white supremacy through fear, intimidation, deceit, and violence. These efforts often aim at Republicans and African Americans specifically. White supremacist groups in the Reconstruction era rose uh, all across the nation with the intent to change racial social structure and to change to the state of antebellum style. Some of the ways they tried to achieve these goals was through violence, intimidation, and voter disenfranchisement. There were hundreds of these groups across the nation popping up everywhere during the late 19th century. They ranged from large to small, from political to militia. Their effects were felt in the killings of thousands of Republicans, specifically African Americans, a shift in political power, and a new nationwide rhetoric of white supremacy. That's all for today. Signing off.